Welcome to the Burn Music Show. If you're anything like me, then you're not only seeing the momentum that rock music has in the current music scene, but you're feeling it too. Now this is a big departure from two years ago when rock as a genre was completely ignored and snubbed at the Grammys. But in 2019, bands like Dirty Honey and Slipknot topped rock billboard mainstream charts everywhere. And this year, Ozzy Osbourne is ruling the world with top 10 positions in at least 7 different countries. My next guests, hard rockers Bloody Heels, hope to set a trailblaze themselves as their fiery new single, Criminal Masterminds, and album, Ignite the Sky, set for release. In this episode, episode 8, I'll interview these rockers from Latvia and learn more about the guys in the band, their music, and influences. And stay tuned to the very end of the show as the band and I create and share an awesome Spotify song playlist of some of our favorite rock songs from the decade that inspired them the most, the 1980s. This is the Burn Music Show. I'm your host, Dimitri. Let's go. It's a pleasure to have with me today Vicky White, singer and gun bassist from the band Bloody Heels. Guys, nice to meet you. Hey, yeah, what's up? Hey, hey, nice hey. to meet you too. How's it going? It's it's going good, man. So I'm I'm just outside of Chicago here, and you guys are located out in Latvia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the capital, the Riga. Basically, like uh, was it eight hours away from you, like something like that? Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> it's 10, 10 a.m. for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. six p.m. six p.m. here. Yeah. So for those for those of you who don't know. Riga or Latvia is in the Baltic region of Northern Europe. And how yeah. has yeah. how's the, how's the Corona pandemic affected your, your part of the world? Honestly, I think that Latvia is doing pretty good. Uh, we have less than thousand cases. Our neighbor countries, uh, Estonia and uh, Lithuania, they have, I think more than 2000. So <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good thing. Uh, everybody's taking this quite seriously here, but yeah, just just uh, we're trying to keep holding on. I could say yeah. like the basic things are the same for for everyone, pretty much. Like everyone stays home and stuff. You know, no one really does any uh, like meetings or parties or something. Like the most, the biggest meetings we do are like rehearsals or something. Like you can rehearse here if that's like your job, then you can like do rehearsals. Yeah. So, so yeah, which we, we try to we try to do a one rehearse in the week or something, just to just to be in the shape when uh, when when all this ends. So that's good. You guys can get together, but are you are you forced to like wear masks in public in general? Are you guys in a lockdown or in a quarantine I think outside of? on the person mostly it's it's not that strict it's not that strict. yeah it's not it's not like a it's not like a, a law from the government to wear the right. masks outside but a lot a lot of people wears them anyway and the gloves and so that's cool that that people are uh, responsible you know and uh so now you guys must have had some some tours and some shows that have been postponed or delayed. Have they given you any time frame on when they're seeing things coming back up in that sense? Um, I think it's like, uh, hmm, is it fall or uh, was it wiki? 
Yeah, well, all the gigs we were planned this uh, this 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 uh, this spring and and summer they are canceled. Yeah, so um, they have returns in like maybe late fall, something like that. In the fall. Yeah, yeah. so so we we actually for now we don't have anything booked. Uh, perhaps we're gonna do a live uh, uh, live show on online, maybe a bit yeah. later, maybe next month or something, or maybe this. Oh, it's, it's May already, so may, maybe towards uh, the May uh, ends. But um, yeah, we're I'm starting. We're starting to talk about gigs in 2021. I already started to talk about some gigs in Finland. So so yeah. So but unfortunately, no no gigs are planned for now. Okay. Well, other than that, I mean, you guys really do have a lot of good news and exciting news to share. Um, I know you have an album, Ignite the Sky, scheduled to be released June 10th. July and, 10th. July. Oh, it's, coming out, it's coming out July 10th. Okay, I apologize. Um, nah, it's good. And, and your new single and video, though, did come out last week. So the song is called Criminal Masterminds. And, I mean, both the song and the video are great. They're a lot of fun. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks that because I think you guys got over 120,000 views in less than a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a week now like exactly a week ago and one hour yeah. we released it we we released the video so it's uh yeah it's uh we have like a lot of great uh and, and kind words from people all over the world and even eddie chunk tweeted about it and he plays it on his show as well so that's quite cool you know because i remember yeah, when huge. i was young uh, I, I remember when i was young uh i watched that metal show on we age one and so we have, yeah, we have a great response and the numbers are pretty insane. I mean, yeah. it's I mean, in one week, that's our most popular music video on YouTube. <laughs> our uh, Hungry for Love music video, which we released six years ago, just hit 1,000K views. And wow. Criminal Masterminds have 125,000 views in a week. So that's pretty insane for us. So we're pretty hyped about that, you know. Yeah, that's that's it's an encouraging sign, and it's got to make you guys feel good about your new music. Of course, um, of course. Speaking of, the song is heavier. You know, I've noticed in some of your previous work, it has your signature, you know, big chorus and the melodies, but it's it is heavier. Um, Gun, you're the newest member to the band. Um, yeah. Were you were you a contributing influence to this new revamped sound? Um. Yes and no, I guess because. Uh, Harry, I think, uh, really wanted to make something heavier for this album as well. And I just kind of uh, uh, let him and helped him with, with, the, with the chorus and everything. You know, like he had an idea and uh, I just kind of uh, put my idea with the solo and everything, like the basis uh, of the chorus and stuff. Like I kind of, uh, I, I, can't, I come from... Uh, more like a metal uh, scene so for me it was like uh, it's not that heavy but uh, the guys were used to more like 80s music but uh yeah. so so harry wanted I, I think harry really wanted to make something a little bit heavier it was maybe at first we thought that uh okay this is gonna sound really weird when we release like a song that's actually in a heavier turning that's that slipknot but sure but, uh, 
but uh, after all, it sounded out great. I think like it, it's not it's not super heavy, but uh, it's it's just a uh, more uh, character. It has more like uh, it more has it has more juice, you know, like has more juice. Like that's what yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a little bit more dynamic too altogether. Uh, when did you guys begin that process? So the writing process for the record. What was it? I think. Honestly, we started to write the music uh, even before uh, Gun joined the band. When when Chris yeah. was uh, was in the band already, so basically yeah. we started to write the material when we released through Mystery, our previous album. So, so yeah, it was a it was a long way to get here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I'm glad, and that's why the the album uh, will have and has such a big uh, variety. And uh, yeah, Criminal Masterminds are one of the, the heaviest songs on the album, but we, we still have their like more melodic and not that heavy songs on the album as well. So, I mean, like in general, for the, if there are people that are scared that there are, there are not going to be a, like more melodic songs, then just wait the album and they're going to see that it's not the case. But I guess, yeah, in general, we became a bit more heavier when Gunn actually joined the band, because yeah, as he said, he comes from a from a bit more heavier background, and I guess it was it was what we needed, because uh, clearly you can see the views <laughs> with yeah. this music video. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. So, what were your, some of your heavier influences there, um, Gunn, musically? Well, for me, like one one of my main go-to bands are definitely like Machine Head, Trivium. Like, uh, basically, all the albums, everything, like, uh, 24-7 for me. <laughs> Nothing yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, what do you think of that new Trivium, Trivium album? Came out, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, I, I listened to a couple of songs, but uh, it's really not my thing anymore, I guess. But uh, I'm more into, like, Ember to Inferno, you know, from from Turin is, like, uh, the, the uh, old stuff. The, there's, like, true energy, I think, like. I don't know, like I kind of, I, I fell for that. Same for Machine Head, I guess. Like, but uh, the Blackening album from Machine Head, I think that's just an amazing album. It's just like a masterpiece. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just a masterpiece. From from first song to the last, I could just, I don't know, walk around and listen to all of it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah that's like, awesome. Now you guys signed, so Vicky, I think it was January or February, um, you guys signed with Frontiers. And Frontiers, for those of you who don't know Frontiers music, whether in the past or present, they've been home to some legendary rock bands, bands like, you know, Def Leppard, Journey, Whitesnake, and now LA Guns. How did Toto, that relationship... Also. What's up? Which one? Toto, Toto also. Toto, Toto yeah, Toto. absolutely. Toto, Toto yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, and much more, and a lot of newer bands too now. Um, how did that relationship develop to the point where you chose to sign with them? Honestly, um, first of all, I was I was uh, uh, wrong in a few interviews. We signed with them uh, actually last summer, and it was announced last fall, I think uh, October or November, so so something like that. But Frontiers was always on our ra radar. I mean, even uh, when we. We're uh, releasing True Mystery. We try to con contact them, but yeah, things didn't turn for that album as we wanted to. So we just uh, thought, okay, we're gonna try to, <clears throat> we're gonna keep making music, and and we're gonna try with the next album. And gladly, 
uh, last summer we we uh, we shared emails with them, we contacted them, and yeah, they 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 thought that album was good and they liked the band, so they signed us, and we're so happy that the album is gonna come out via Frontiers. It's it's really insane because a lot of the bands that I listen to are from Frontiers Rooster. I mean, one of my main influences are under the Frontiers Rooster and yeah, and as you said, a lot of great new bands as well. So we're just talked about all of this. So yeah, we mentioned some of those bands affiliated with your label, um, but what does having representation with a label like Frontiers bring to the table? I mean, well, I guess, first of all, is the exposure. They're going to get us a much more wider exposure than we could have done by ourselves because they are pretty, pretty known label. Nowadays, they're one of the, I guess, biggest rock labels, especially melodic hard rock labels in the world. So, of course, they have like all the other distributors and contacts and, and all the PR comp companies and stuff like that. So... So I'm just going to say it again. We're just so stoked that they signed us and that our music and our new album is going to get uh, in, into more people, people's houses and, you know, ears or something like that. Yeah, and it's an encouraging sign, right, when we go back to the video and you can get that many views in less than a week. Definitely. Um, Especially to this, for this kind of music in, in, like, 2020, you know. It's not anymore like 89 or 76 or even 94, you know? So for rock yeah. music, I think those are great, pretty great numbers. For oh, a yeah, new for band, sure. especially. Yeah, well, I know here in the States, at least, you know, we've been feeling like this groundswell of momentum within the genre. Um, for years, it's felt like the cards were stacked against guys like you, rock artists, metal artists. And it's encouraging to see a lot of new bands emerging and starting to have success. Now, I know like the Nordic countries and parts of Europe still have a big rock and metal presence, um, both homegrown and bands from here that like to go abroad and play. But what's the scene like currently in a place like Latvia? Well, uh, for us, it's really like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit sad because no one, uh, I wouldn't say no one, but uh, there's really so, so just so little uh, people listening to uh, stuff like um, harder than uh, than the usual stuff they hear on the radio. You know, like it's everything is pretty much mainstream. I, I should tell really, like uh, there's there's not not too many rockers out here. I would say. <laughs> well, in general, I'd say that first of all, we're quite small country. We have only like less than a two million population here so in general there's not that big scene but yeah for for, for rock music well i guess uh if we do once in a while like a like a pub gig with like 200 people capacity we can like pull the house but yeah but but it's 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 the rock scene is not that big here and that's one of the reasons why why we try to go uh on the tours as much as we as much as we can and and, and the awesome thing is that Sweden and Finland is quite close to us. And, and yeah, yeah, the rock scenes are there much, much uh, bigger than, than here. I mean, I guess the main issue is just that we are a really smart, small country and uh, there's no big market here. So, you know. Right. So, so that's, 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 that's sad, but it is what it is. Uh, so hopefully we're going to be the first uh, hard rock band from, from Latvia to, you know, 
get exposure somewhere else, you know, like a bigger exposure. So that's, that's, we have few metal acts like, like metal, like if you talk about uh, like folk metal and black metal and pagan metal, we have, uh, we have a few acts that, that is known in Europe and they tour and something like that. But, but if we're talking about like more rock and roll and hard rock, like the music that we do, yeah, probably no one comes in mind, I think. Right. Now, for those of you who don't know your band's history, um, you know, you guys are fairly young. Like, like, I think the band was formed in 2012. So, Vicky, how old were you at the time? So, um, I, was, I was 16, I think. I was, uh, I was almost 17, but I was still 16. And I actually met the guys in 2011, uh, October, I think. Yeah. And that's a funny story, actually, how I, how I got into the band. But yeah, I was 16. Now I'm, now I'm 24. I became 24 years old on March. So yeah, I, I would say that the band started to really roll when Harry joined the band. And that was 2012 fall. Okay, so 2012. So yeah, I mean, you guys obviously are seasoned enough now. You've been doing this for quite some time, but you're still so young. So in 2014, you released an EP. It's called Summer Nights. Um, I'm assuming you toured a little bit for that, and then you went right into your next album, Through Mystery, which came out in 2017. And you did circle back to uh, Chris Flint, who was your bass player and one of the original members who then departed from the band. W what was the reason for his departure? Honestly, the main thing is Chris is really into art. So he graduated an art school and uh, now he's doing like this theater thing where he builds up the stages and how the stage will look on like theaters. So it was just the time for him to decide which like which way he wants to go. And so he decided to go with the art. But uh that's the main reason I think but the other reason is just that yeah like I guess me and Harry wanted to start to play a bit a bit more different music well it's not that different of course but a bit heavier and stuff and Chris was not that into it I guess so it was like little small pieces but the main thing is yeah just he he decided to to do the do the art thing and the theater thing and and that kind of stuff we're still great friends and i love chris we all do but but yeah i'm so glad that gun came at the band to the band at the right yeah. time at the, and the right place because yeah he, he did a hell of a job on the on the on the album and uh and it was a it was a it was a it was a great chemistry right from the start and uh and yeah and and he he gave us that that thing that we needed that that maybe that little bit that heavier side yeah it's, it's a nice shot in the arm how did so how was that process like did you guys audition other bass players or did you have a relationship with chris already, i mean with a gun already um not really uh i mean well as i said it's a small country so there's not not that many options <laughs> and we have yeah we have like this thing when we want to we have the look on the stage and we want like the hair and all that shit. But um, me and Gun, we played in a cover band. That's, that's how I knew him. So, and that's, uh, that's how we became friends at the first place. So we played in a cover band for a year 
And on 2018, I think spring, Chris told us that he's going to leave the band after the Norway Rock Festival, which we did in 2008, July, I think. So we already knew for a few months that Chris is going to leave the band. So I guess, yeah, at that time, we just try to try to look for, for other bassists and other options. And Gun was actually the first one that came across our minds. And uh, it was a no-brainer choice, to be honest especially if you had a relationship already established. What type of a cover yeah. band were you guys in? Uh, so we played like at parties and at, at that, those, those, that kind of places. We played a lots of music, lots of 80s stuff, lots of 90s stuff. Like, for example, we played, I don't know, like, uh, uh, what was like like Michael Jackson. Then the next song is Bruno Mars. Then the third song is something else. You know, it was mixed, but it was still like yeah. a rock cover band so it was just yeah. a it was just a thing to get 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 a bit more money and uh just to have a fun you know so yeah who are some of your influences vicky you mean like vocally or like the band like bands in general um i guess vocally who are some of your influences well i love kip Minger. i love david coverdale uh, I think the greatest uh, singer of all time is Steve Perry from Journey. I just oh, yeah. love his voice so much. Uh, when you listen to him, it just it feels like uh, like like there's no pressure at all. That, that it's so easy to sing, and that that that's what the greats do. Are there like jobs or 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 things that they do that that for other people it looks so easy. So yeah, uh, there are a couple ones uh, that from the ba uh, from from bands. That, is not known that widely. For example, I love love uh, Jesse Damon from Silent Rage. Silent Rage was a band in the, in the 80s that was uh, signed by the Gene Simmons record company. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, I love love his vocals. Uh, I mean, there are so many singers that I admire and like that it's just it's impossible to to even name a few. So, yeah. Yeah. Now I I had read something. I don't know if this is true or not, but we're talking about Latvia in your hometown. Did you guys play a show there in front of like 30,000 people? Yeah, we did. It was not our gig. It was like uh, our capital's uh, anniversary, not anniversary, but like a birthday for our capital. Yeah. So, and, and there's, yeah, there's this, this like, not a festival, but like where everybody goes by the, by the river. We have like our town, it's in two sides, uh, like there's a river in between. So yeah, by the river, there's there's like a big stage, and there was like a lot of lot of people. So yeah, that's that's I guess is the, that is the biggest show till this day that that we have played. It was insane. It was so so awesome, you know. Right at yeah, the moment that... where we started to play, we I just realized, yeah, this is what I want to do, and and hopefully one day we can do it like uh, like every day for 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 that kind of uh, for, for for that many people. I mean. Yeah, that's insane. It's like five percent of your town's population. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, Basically, like yeah. the thing, the thing about Latvia is we have like I don't know one point eight, one point nine million people living here now. Yeah. Like in the early two thousands, like ten years ago, it was a bit more than two million people. But lots of people, because of the crisis and all that stuff, uh, like we were at the we were. Uh, at a bad place, uh, economic, economic, economically, talk, 
did I said that right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it was, it was, yeah. And so a lot of people uh, moved to other countries and, and stuff. But the thing is, yeah, Riga is like, I think Riga has like 800,000 people living. So that means that the rest 800 or a bit more people lives in the countryside. So it's funny, yeah, that Riga is such a big city and it's like, it's really big city but the rest of the country yeah it's it's uh, there's a small population there yeah more than a third you guys have your city has more of a third the population than the entire country yeah, um yeah. so so obviously it's important for you guys to get out right you guys tour you've toured europe you go to the nordic countries so sweden denmark norway finland um and obviously some of the baltic states have you ever been to america no, no. unfortunately not not yet at least because uh, yeah. it's it's so hard for European bands to go to to USA. I mean, you have to you have to uh, have the uh, the working visa, I guess, to play shows. Even if you play the shows for free, you can't yeah. go there as tourists and and play gigs. Otherwise, you will get in tr into into trouble. So it's yeah, it's it's quite hard for European bands to go there, even especially for smaller ones like us. It's there's there have, a lot of money has to uh, have to been put into it to go there. So, hope, but hopefully one day we'll go there. We have lots of people from USA that digs our music and uh, and likes the band and supports the band. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I really hope that one day we can go to to US and and, and play some killer shows to yeah, all the people be great. there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And you mentioned Eddie Trunk and uh, that metal show. And man, there's such good exposure for a lot, a lot of those bands. Definitely. I think I, I remember I read somewhere, or may, maybe I'm mistaken, but that, uh, that Eddie Trunk really helped Avenge Sevenfold in the early days to, to get more exposure and something like that. But but yeah, it's, 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 it's really awesome uh, to see that like a lot of uh, bigger names in the market are starting to recognize us and 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 talking about us and playing our music uh so baby steps baby steps yeah us would be the dream i mean harry yeah. has been in uh, harry and our uh, our manager the previous one uh, they were uh in uh in la a few years back and they actually met like desmond child and then and, and they were they were at like some kind of conference or something so harry was there he was even on the Whiskey Go Go stage, and they said that they, we can play there whenever we want. We just have to uh, go there. I mean, fly there. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would be so awesome to play. Like, it would like be I, in the U.S. Yeah. So you've never been here at all, then? You never stepped foot in the states? Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm not. I think. Well, Harry has just not. Yeah, Harry has. Harry has. The rest of the guys, uh, including me, we haven't been in the U.S. yet. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, I will go there someday, definitely. We'll, it's such a cool experience to, you know, we talk about whiskey a go go. If you can ever make the trip out there and just to play or just to visit and walk that strip there, so the whiskey, the Roxy, you know, go check out the Rainbow yeah. Room. <laughs> And yeah, they're Troubadour. All right now, you know, the Troubadours, yeah, that was, was in the news yesterday that they're looking to raise some money. They have a GoFundMe up because they don't know if they're going to survive this. Yeah, I saw that. And it's so sad. I mean, it's one of the the, the legendary places in, 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 in LA and then on the strip. So, yeah, it's, it's so sad. And I really hope that, uh, that, uh, that 
it's it's gonna survive because I think a few years back they they closed the House of Blues there. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's sad. It is. It's sad, but I think um, you know you got to be positive, and I think you know during this downtime now, bands like you guys are just refining your tools, and hopefully we'll all come back with a vengeance at some point and um, bring back life to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. You know, now you have a ton of young artists who are influenced by the eighties in general, like, you know, whether it's pop, alternative, rock, rap, thrash, metal, there's so many bands right now that are that are adding elements of that genre to their music. You guys are kind of being considered like a new breed of eighties arena rock style bands. Do you guys embrace that sort of label or does it cause like, you know, unnecessary pressure? I'm gonna say say it fast, and then I'm gonna let Gun answer it. But yeah. um, we had a live Q and A a few days ago on the Frontiers page, and they asked us the same thing. And I think that we what what we answered answered was uh, we don't want the 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 label to be like hair metal or glam metal or like that or, or those labels for our band. But the, uh, but because we don't care about it to be honest that much. Of course, like our influences comes a lot of influences comes from the 80s uh i would be lying if i said that it wouldn't but but yeah we just we just like to play music and i mean hard rock is good for us or rock and roll is good for us we just uh, want to uh to focus on the on the songs and, and making good music and uh, that that's what matters for us i guess our new bass guitarist how is feeling how is he feeling about this yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, guys. <laughs> I just need <laughs> more questions. <laughs> okay, but yeah, just uh, I guess for some people we are a hair metal band and like a like an '80s throwback. That's fine. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's their decision. It's and it's uh, up to them to 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 decide. Uh, we just yeah, we just don't care about it that much, to be honest especially with the new album. Maybe the, the last album, I guess, yeah, we were like really into like 80s music and I'm still art, but uh, but yeah, I guess with the, with the true think... album, we, we tried to make a, make a, an 80s seven album in 2017, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I, you know, I never liked, I never liked that label. Cause you know, when you break down 80s metal or 80s rock and you cut out all the, you know, the BS, it's just a bunch of bands combining what they loved acdc aerosmith and led zeppelin and yeah, yeah. Like, you know and, and you can't go wrong with that it's just bluesy in your face anthemic hard charging rock and it's just yeah. a winning recipe i love it yeah right. definitely on that note considering you know uh, we're probably all inspired by some of the music from that generation i thought or from that decade i thought it would be fun if we can create a playlist of some of our favorite rock songs from the 80s and you know for me i don't know about you guys but for me personally you know my favorite songs always change it can be different in five minutes but just whatever song that we liked for any personal reason and we'll make a list of like 12 songs each and we'll throw it on spotify and we'll share it with the world yeah sounds good sounds good yeah sounds awesome awesome okay so uh, i'm going to start off with um actually you know I'm going to let, um, Vicky, I'm going to let you start off with this one. Okay. So we're going to go, you're going to go first. Okay. So, uh, so I have my list, but I don't know if it's, if it's in the, like, 
the right um, um, is if it's the right set list for my songs. But anyways, I'm gonna start with the with the great band Winger, and the song is Under One Condition. Nice. What album yeah, is that, that off of? It's from the in the heart of the young. I really love Winger. Me and me and the drummer Gus, we just we really love Winger, <laughs> and we're so happy even that that we are like sharing the Frontiers Rooster with with, with Winger because yeah we are such a fanboys about that band. I'm not actually sorry. I'm actually thinking about doing a, a Winger tattoo on my arm. So I really oh, wow. love the band, and I, it's so sad that it was overlooked like the second album and you know the times were changing and all the beefs and butthead but that that album is it's like of course it's like a arena rock and and it has that 80s essence and and everything but it's it's actually like more a progressive album to me than than you know than like yeah, glam kip, album kip, or something like that yeah and kip wieners i mean he's so talented right as a bassist as a musician as a singer I mean, he's genius. He's like doing now this like classical thing, and and like it's it's insane. You know, he's really like he's like a like a great example for a great musician to be great musician. He's he's insane. Yeah, I wish that I would have like a, the glimpse of his talent in my in my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got it. All right, Gun, you're up. I would probably choose something more from the bass parts. You know, like. Uh... For me, it might be Mr. Big addicted to that rush. You know, the first, uh, the the intro, it's like Billy yeah. Sheehan going crazy with the three finger technique. Yeah. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with that, but that's just like, uh, for me, it was insane at the beginning, but I actually started learning it and uh, I think I'm going to stick to it like properly. <laughs> Yeah, like so the this. first so the first song from Gun is Mr. Big addicted to the rush. Nice that and, rush. and Billy Billy Sheen's a pretty good uh influence on you, right? For it's basically player. I have two guys, like uh three or four years ago. Um I I still was a bassist, you know, like uh, from fourteen years old I'm a bassist, but from like three or four years ago when I actually uh someone introduced me with Rush and uh, someone introduced me with uh, Mr. Big, with Billy Sheehan is it's crazy. Like I mean, uh, Getty Lee and uh, Billy Sheehan—they're just my idols. I think basically for for bass guitar, definitely. I mean, these guys these guys know how to rock and they 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 fucking know how to do it. You know, like that, yeah, that's they're insane. Insane. They're yep. insane. The thing they do with their fingers is just like really. Uh, I mean, I'm not a blues guy. I'm not like, uh, sorry, but I'm not. But uh, the, these guys can do some amazing stuff with rock music. I, I mean, one thing is for sure. Their wives are really happy, I think. <laughs> 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 that's for sure. Uh, that's, uh, that's for sure. Right? So, yeah. so is my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, speaking, speaking on that note, I'm going to go with Live Wire. <laughs> Live Yeah, so that's, that's gonna be my first classic. one. Yeah, that's the ultimate garage rock gutter punk song. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Have you got? Have you guys? Uh, have you guys seen the Dirt movie? Of course, of course. Of course. Like, I saw it on, about the, it on the day when I, it, when it came out. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
This I is, actually uh, think that it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, that year came a lot of uh, like uh, like movies, uh, like the Queen movie came out, the biopics. I mean, like the Elton Johns. I think some yeah. so, somebody else's. Actually, the like despite that, Molly Crew is one of my favorite bands. I really enjoyed that 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 movie, and I think that um, that uh, the Machine Gun Kelly. He was such a such a great Tommy Lee. Uh, so. And yeah, he was perfect. Well, the thing is, I've read the both both books, like the Heroin Diaries and the Dirt, and I know a lot more stuff that happened. So uh, the only thing that I was sad about is that was that the movie was uh, was not longer. <laughs> yeah, you know, I agree. So um, you know, initially they wanted to have a, a theater release, and it just wasn't going to happen. The, the type of movie that they wanted made, which is the right way to tell the Motley story, is not going to work in the movie theaters. So I understood yeah. going to Netflix, but if you're going to go to Netflix, I, you almost don't need to make a movie. They could have made a series. Cause I agree. They, they yeah, cut out yeah, a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's completely true. Cause first of all, I thought that I had a, like a, like a contract or something like with the bigger Hollywood, uh, like, like movie studio studios or something, but they switched to Netflix cause they wanted to show the, the story properly and not like in a PG 13 version. Right. That's uh, that. That's what I read. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree that, that that they could have made like a, like a 10, 10, uh, 10 episodes series or something like that. Right. But yeah, of course, I guess the budget the budget w maybe was not allowing a loving that, and so so yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think had maybe had Netflix known the success the movie was going to have and the popularity, they probably would have done it now in hindsight. But hey, man, I'll yeah. take whatever we can get. Right. It was great, and. Um, as a fan, having read the book too, I always want more, but it was still very good. I'll take it. Yeah. All right, Vicky, you're up number two. So I'm I'm gonna be probably the guy that that, that chose more unknown bands. Yeah, <laughs> I no, have that, couple that's what ones, this is all bigger, about. bigger ones, but but so there's this great band that was active from '89 till '92, I think. The band is called Saraya. They had like a, like a like a girl lead singer and uh, the guitarist. I think he co-wrote a lot of songs on the Danger Danger debut album. Okay. So yeah, the the, the song is Saraya and uh, uh, sorry, the band is Saraya and uh, the song is Queen of Sheba. Love that band. Love their tones. By the way, Gun, you have to check the band because their bass tone is killer. Okay, you send me that after the interview, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. True, man, I'm going to do that. So, yeah, Soraya. Hopefully awesome. Awesome. Hopefully they're on Spotify. They are. They are. I actually, I actually uh, put the list uh, with songs that are on Spotify. So, right, I already perfect. thought about that. Yeah, that's the whole point of this, is, you know, to remind people of some great songs, but also to turn them on to some new stuff, you know? Yeah. All right, Gun, you're up, buddy. Yeah, well, I guess for me, uh, if we're talking about nowadays, like uh, I, like the last two days, uh, my my dad like bought a huge TV, and the the first thing I thought, I'm not gonna watch a movie, I'm gonna watch a concert, and the concert I watched was like '94. Uh, what was it? it? Was White Snake somewhere? I don't remember where even. But it was a uh, is this love like uh, that song oh, is man. Killing, you know like I mean yeah. I mean ah, shit how can you make something something as perfect as that 
me and Wiki were actually playing this song as a cover band, and I yeah, felt yeah, that cover band. Like I, I watch it, and I felt it when we were play, playing as well. Like it's amazing. Like uh, it's a magical this, this song. song the masterpiece, you know. Like uh, yeah, it is. It's an awesome song. song. Next one, yeah. Cool. Good choice. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Great song. All right. I'm going to go with one of my favorite bands and one of the bands that actually turned me on to music like 83, 84 is kind of when I started getting to music. I was just, you know, seven years old and yeah. it was all about Motley Crue. It was all about rat. It was all about yeah. and Van Halen at the time. And this one's <laughs> going to go to rat. I had their EP on cassette. So their EP, which came out, um, you know, before the round and round video, and it started yeah, off with the song. Yeah, I wish I wish the song is on Spotify because I would have done "Sweet Cheater" because that was the first song on the EP, and I loved it. I love the whole EP, but um, love that. I'm gonna love, with, that. love that. Song yeah, I'm gonna well. go with "Back for More," which was reworked for their "Out of the Cellar" album, um, and it's actually on Spotify, so I can use it. So I'm gonna do "Back for More" by Rat. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I'm up, I think. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's my turn now. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, okay, I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna go with with some uh, more known band. I'm gonna go with Warrant from their Cherry Pie album, and the song is called Song and Dance, man. Love that song. Oh, nice. By the way, real quick, back to Rat. Did you guys see the Geico commercial with Rat? Yeah, yeah, I saw it, and it was so funny. <laughs> I loved so, so, so hard. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually wondering why, 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 why didn't they do that kind of like a commercial like like years back well maybe some other company or something because it was it was such a it was one of it's one of the best commercials that has come out in the last last years it was really funny yeah it's great and it's so good to see those guys getting some airtime again with their music because it's well deserved yeah and i think actually we're talking about warrant that was my song song and dance man they actually were on some commercial uh at the last super bowl their music was playing so oh yeah heaven cool right also yeah uh heaven and and other song was i think uh some other song some something oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember oh, off the, the first album yeah 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 dirty filthy sticking rich this song was or maybe no it, it wasn't it wasn't else. a single it wasn't a big hit and i guess the director was a fan of the band and put the song on there i just don't know the song yeah i think that the song was let me check. I think it was uh, "So Damn Pretty." Should it be? Should it be against the law? That was the song. Yeah, that's the song. Yep, you're right. So damn pretty. Should it be against the law? That's yep. a great song as well. Yeah. All right, cool. Gun, you're up. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> this one Wiki will uh, really not like. Probably he he thinks this is a uh, like a bass and uh, like um, drum and bass like type of thing like uh rush yyz whenever i whenever i bring it up he's like oh fuck you guys i hate this song like the best song ever made you know like <laughs> first of all i respect rush like hell of a yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he red, like Red Barchette what was the song Red he, Red Red Barchette or what was the song yeah yeah i love that song and i love that also do you remember that song from the 80s rush what was yeah. the song was something a, with time or something yeah yeah, yeah. stands uh time stands still time stands time stands 
still, yeah, I love that song. So, yeah, I guess Rush is a bit more like like a drummer and and bass guitarist music, but I really enjoy them anyway. So, and tons of respect to the to the to the greats and and yeah. But I mean, these guys. Yeah, I, I I just really like uh, good bass guitars. You know, I guess that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong. Great band. And I'm gonna go with um, another band that was huge in the '80s and '70s, like Rush. I'm gonna go with the Scorpions and Big City Nights. Oh, nice! That's my favorite Scorpion songs, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a good song, man. They're just feel-good music. It just puts me... It's so yeah. warm. Every song. I love every song. I love every album. Yeah, that, that's that's an awesome song. So, okay, I guess it's my turn again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Um, Danger, Danger, Rock America. Love the debut album. It's uh, it's such an awesome and melodic... Uh, melodic uh, album and yeah rock america that's the song danger danger all right and uh gun you're up yeah well uh my one's gonna be def leppard animal because basically um wiki introduced me to def leppard um i i must confess <laughs> I, I wasn't really a super 80s guy but um uh, when uh, he showed me the movie, the remember Wiki, the the low kind of yeah, the uh, low budget one. Have you seen that? Have budget, you seen yeah. that the biopic for Def Leppard? It was it yeah, came yeah. out I think in two thousand one or something. It right. was uh, it was uh, on VH1 actually, but I, I I don't know. I still enjoy that movie. It's it's really a low budget movie, but it's, it. a, it's a great this, yeah, this it's, movie. It's, like, it was like uh, I saw it and I was like. This this band is fucking awesome. I have to listen some more. And uh, "Animal" is one of my favorite ever songs. I think like it doesn't get boring for me. Let's it's say that. such a feel good feel good song. I, I mean, yeah. you, you just you go out, and you you put your shades on, and you just there's a sound outside, and you and you put "Animal" yeah. on your earphones, and it's it's just the the vibe, man, the vibe. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. agree. Yeah, I love that. I love that band's like mid-tempo stuff like that. I love like Photograph and Hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. Those songs, yeah, they just feel good. Yep. Yeah, they're gonna be on my list as well. <laughs> awesome. There you go. <laughs> <That's fluffy. laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go with Van Halen um, for my fourth pick, and I'm not gonna do so. 1984 was my first album of Van Halen. That's with Hot for Teacher, Panama Jump, some classics. But I'm going to throw a curveball here, and I'm going to go with their first song off their Sammy Hagar album, Good Enough, off nice. of the 5150 album. Yeah, that song is just killer, man. When it comes – and he just did – Sammy Hagar just did a, his band. They did a, an isolation jam on Twitter, and they released a cover of that song, Good Enough. And it was great, man. It made me feel like I was nine years old all over again. Are you team Hagar or are you team Roth? Oh, you know what? I always – so – I got into a band, into Van Halen in 1984. And it's a funny story because by the time I was like all into them, they were over. So I didn't, I didn't know anything about 70s Van Halen. All I knew was that album and I loved it. But then I heard Dave Lee Roth was going to be making new, new music and Van Halen was going to bring in a new singer. And I didn't know anything about Sammy Hagar's history. Again, I was eight or nine years old. In 1984, when you're eight years old, 
I didn't care about 1981 or 1978. I only cared about what was taking place right then. And yeah. when I got 5150 and that song came on and I hear like, hello, baby, and the guitar, <laughs> wheel, you know, and then, yeah, yeah, I was, I was hooked. And so, you know, what Van Halen did in the rest of the 80s with Van Hagar is amazing. So I, I, I see them as two different bands. And Me too. I, love, yeah. I love them both. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't like said it better. It's the same for me. I love love both versions of Wen Halen. Okay, uh, that yeah. being said, I'm gonna go with the band called Giant, um, another uh, great band. And sadly, I guess it was uh, overlooked and didn't get that much exposure. I think the 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 singer and the main uh, guitarist is now a big producer uh, for films, movies, and some other kind of music. But yeah, the song is called "I'll Be There When It's Over," and the band is Giant. Giant, okay. Cool. I have to check that out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely should. There's like, I really, I really, I really wanted to put more like uh, less on less known bands on this list. Sure. Yeah, I, I know the of band. Of course, just, uh, I'm not familiar with their music. I mean, of course, like still like the biggest bands that has like an influence on me is Mosley, Rat, Dokken, uh, uh, what else? Uh, like uh, like all those kind of bands, Bon Jovi. But but I yeah, but I really like enjoy a lot of less unknown bands from from that era as well. So cool. All right. Okay. Gun, you're up. Uh. Next one for me, I guess it's a Motley Crue, Motley Crue looks that kill. Nice. Uh, this one, this one's uh, actually for me was quite new as well. Like I said, I wasn't into the '80s music that that much before, but uh, when I actually saw like uh, when I when I actually listened to this song, it was like the fucking riff. I don't know, like something something just uh, struck into me. And I could uh, listen to this song like whole day through. Like, yeah, like, you just want to punch, the punch in, the, in the wall, you know. You know, like something like, I don't know, something about it, something about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's killer. Yeah, if, if you guys, I, I if you guys know. go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast, I'm I'm talking about that album. That album is amazing, and that killer. I called that the ultimate pedal to the metal song. Yeah, and that song is what really helped launch the entire scene because they got a lot of big commercial success on MTV at the time with that. And I feel like it was maybe one yeah. of the things that helped convert MTV into more of a rock music video station, you know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to go with uh, another guy who toured with Motley Crue on that tour. And that's Ozzy Osbourne. Probably my favorite. Nice. You know, If I had to pick a favorite artist of all time, it's him just because He's like the soundtrack to my life. He's been in every stage, you know, even today. The, his new album is great. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go with Shot in the Dark off the Ultimate Sin album. Uh, I wanted to put that on the list as well, but but, <laughs> but yeah. I, actually, I love Ultimate Sin. That album is so great. Yeah, it's, Like it's Ozzy, Ozzy, I had like killer guitarists. I mean, I love J.K. Lee. I love Zach. Well, of Randy course, Rhodes. Randy. Yep. Yeah. So, but good, yeah. okay. So then I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with. 
I'm going to go with Van Halen and the Hager Aero as well. I'm going to go with Pound Cake. Nice. Yeah, love that song. Great. Throwing a little power drill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just gets you going, that song. Yeah. All right. All right, Gun, you're up. Yeah, well, uh, for me, next, next one's a, a bit of a, like, a romantic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mr. Big, uh, anything for you? Like, I, th I think this song has made me, like, I could drive in a car and just, like, put on the song and just, like, watch out the window and uh, just, like, this is fucking amazing, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just love this song as well. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I remember I was listening to that song a lot on the last tour. It was yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Was... We were we were listening as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the drummer, uh, like Gus, introduced me to this song, and um, I kind of got stuck to it. I got stuck to it. I didn't think it was that good before, but uh, now I kind of I realize it's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Now, yeah, is, I think now. Mr. Big are they still on your label? They're on Frontiers, right? They are, um, but I don't know. I don't know honestly what is happening to the band now, because uh, Pat Torpy passed away. I'm, I'm really hoping that they're gonna release a new album. But yeah, honestly, I I I haven't read anything about Mr. Big uh, that 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 lately. But yeah. I think yeah, they they are definitely on the label. I well, so yeah. All right, so moving on, my sixth pick is going to be uh, Cinderella with Shake Me. Mm, and that's nice. a band who I didn't really, you know, at the time, I wasn't really too into Cinderella in the 80s. I, you know, I knew all their songs, all their singles were everywhere. And I liked them, but I didn't really dive into their albums until like, you know, years later. And man, those first three albums are killer. Tom Kiefer's an amazing songwriter, guitarist, vocalist. He made an album out last year called Rise. Um, check it out. It's a solo album by him. It's great. And uh, that song is great. Just Shake Me by Cinderella. Yeah, and I, I mean, it sometimes I, even feels, feels like that, that Cinderella was more like a blues band than, than, than like a hard rock band, you know? It's, yeah, they absolutely. had such a such big like blues influence. Yeah, Cinderella is awesome. Yep. Ah, okay, so it's my turn again, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the band called Geofria and the song is out of the blue. It was Greg's Geofria, I guess, band. He was, uh, he was the keyboard player in the, in the 70s band called Angel. And later on the, the Geofria became the band called House Sports. But yeah, Geofria out of the blue, awesome song. It's, it has such a great vibe to it. Sweet. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gun, you're up. Yeah, uh, my next pick is uh, a really great song. Uh, let's say that Wiki kind of uh, put it in my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds uh, I, I, know, weird. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know about which song you're talking about. <laughs> which one? <laughs> you're talking about "Blind Revolution Mad" by Wiki, right? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, Winger Blind Revolution, man. This is like Kip Winger is a fucking genius, I have to say. Like, yeah. uh, when I saw like uh, the, the making of it, stuff like that, like, it's he's uh, he's truly like, I think 
he, he just has a true, uh, true feeling for rock music, you know? Like, uh, he understands so much things. He, he could uh, not play uh, rock music. He could, he could do some, something else, you know? Like, uh, play, like, uh, I don't know. What the fuck he does? I don't know. But uh, I, I don't know, actually, Garnet, if I you mean, know this, but, like, last, last year's uh, Kip is doing this classical thing. So he's writing music for yeah, ballets yeah, and orchestras right. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd heard about yeah, that. That's exactly what. But uh, but I think it was actually like Grammy nominated. He loves it. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's just so weird. It's just so awesome. Yeah, that the people people from usually from uh, like uh, that write symphonies and stuff like that. They they think rock music is just shit or not not even shit. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say that, but they don't really uh, appreciate it. But uh, then there's like Kip, which uh, he he knows how to do both things, and he's like, yeah, this is this is my shit, and he writes fucking yeah. rubber, you know, like this is fucking insane. I love it. Yeah, love it's, it. it's 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 great. It's good that he can get recognition too, thirty years later. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that that his classical album it was actually Grammy nominated, so that's awesome. Right. I mean, like, what can you say about that, Beeves and Butthead? <laughs> <laughs> That's all. All right. I'm going to go for my seventh pick with The Cult and Love Removal Machine. Nice. I love, uh, yeah, I love the albums, the Love Album. I love Electric and Sonic Temple. There's too many songs to list by them. For whatever reason today, I picked Love Removal Machine. That's my pick. Awesome. I was just I was just like listening to the cult again like a week ago. All their disc discography. Love the cult as well. Such an such an awesome, good feeling music to to, to I think I have to more to uh the cult, I guess. You have to show me Wiki. Because uh I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah. Not... their their first album was like like a rock slash like new wave influenced or something. Am I like saying it right? How do you Yeah, do no, you you're you're right. And and I so in the eighties um, electric and Sonic Temple I was more familiar with it wasn't until electric was like a, electric yeah. to me sorry it's more like yeah. an ACDC actually album and exactly. the first one is like 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 yeah that new wave stuff and it's and the Sonic Temple which has this like great production production was it made with Bob Rock or something I think maybe I don't know but, if Bob Rock yeah. did that. He might have, but I know. So they, so those are albums I was familiar with. And around the 2000s, I got into the Love album. Um, and that was a little different. Like you said, a little new wave, still had some of the elements in there. It was transitioning into rock. That album is so, nobody knows about it. It's underrated, but it's amazing. So it, that's a good yeah, place it was, to start. It was Girl, produced by love. Bob Rock. I just checked. Yeah. There you go. So he's Sonic, Sonic Temple, Temple one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but I guess my favorite album is Sonic Temple because they mixed the both albums, the 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 Love album and and uh, Electric, like they they mashed it together, and Sonic Temple came out. And that's an that's an awesome album. All all three albums are awesome, definitely. Yeah, great that makes choice, sense. Great that, that does have Bob Rock's kind of signature sound. Now that you think about it, those hits on there are huge. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go again with. Not again, but I'm gonna go with a band called Strange Ways. It's a, it's more yeah. like an AOR band, and the, the the song is called Danger in Your Eyes. So that's that's an awesome song. I think that the All singer right. was actually uh, 
uh, audition for Deep Purple in the in the late '80s or early '90s. But yeah, I, I guess it didn't work out. All the band is, I think, from England, but the singer is from from US. So okay. Strange Ways and the song is Danger in Your Eyes. Awesome. All right, Gun, you're up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, next one I guess is gonna be uh, same band as before. Not not before before, but like uh, Rosh Sanadu. Yeah, you know, Xanadu. Yeah. Uh, I think this 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 one is uh, like a killer. I, th I think it's just like it's it's not that aggressive. It's like really calm, but at the end it gets like really rough. And uh, I, I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. Same same cool. as uh, every Rush song basically for me. But uh, <laughs> it's just it's just like kind of magical. I think that's the word. Like you know yeah. like. Uh, uh, it gets on the drums and everything. It's, it's, it's kind of magical. This song is magical for me. Yeah. Awesome, man. We'll add it. Yeah. I'm going to go a little stripped down on this one. It's live. It's acoustic. It's Guns N' Roses. You're crazy, but off of the Lies album. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> that's, that's, a great, that, um, that's a great one. Squeaky goes nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they showed, you know, I listened to that album a lot because, you know, they proved that they can not only rip your face off like they could on Appetite, but then they could just strip it down and unplug it and do the same thing. And that version is great. So honestly, I'm going to come out about Guns N' Roses. So probably a few people going to hate more of me about this, but I always love uh, Guns N' Roses attitude and their stage presence and all their, you know, like like uh, don't mess with us, all that attitude. And I love, love, I have like songs that I love from them. But to be honest, I've never been into them as much as like other people. Like Harry loves Guns N' Roses, and obviously you do as well. But I guess like if you would have me to choose between Motley and Guns N' Roses, I would like say miles away molly crew you know so yeah never been into them that much but still love them yeah i mean um, yeah it's 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 always hard to compare the bands if you think back you know it's hard to and it's crazy to think like motley crew put out what four albums before guns and roses had their first so you know i grew up yeah really with a history of motley crew even though i was young because i had those four albums under my belt and then when when guns and roses came Motley were still my favorites, but they were a breath of fresh air because in between those albums, the scene got a little bit diluted, a little bit commercialized. And yeah. Guns N' Roses um, really helped bring it back to the street level, you know, a little bit more grimy and dirty and... and yeah, more punk and like yeah, rock more, and roll. Yeah, more rock and roll punk. So it was, it was, you know, refreshing in that sense. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just music, right? We all have our own likes and tastes yeah. and there's no no right or wrong well then here's my pick just talked about it it's molly crew wild side nice yeah just i mean come on it's like it it has like a, such an like an awesome energy to the song and music video all that you know like dangerous spirits to the song and and yeah. yeah i love that song so much Another song that was left off of the movie, right? I can't, I can't believe it wasn't in the movie. Right, right. 
definitely. Yeah. And I and I and, I, and I, really, I really what the thing about Molly is that I love so much is that that every album has like a different vibe to it and like there's still Molly but I mean Too Fast for Love was more like punk-ish and and then then came like like uh, Shot at the Devil which was more like heavier heavy metal stuff like shock rock-ish then came like uh, the, the Girls Girls yeah. album, which yeah. was like, yeah, sorry, Theater of Pain, which was more like glam album. Then came out like, uh, like, like the Girls album, which was more bluesier. And then like, yeah, the great Dr. Feelgood album, which had like, uh, another I Bob guess, Rock, every, yeah. another Bob Rock masterpiece. And, I, and if I'm correct, then I think that Metallica guys heard the Dr. Feelgood album and loved the songs and production and they hired the Bob Rock for the Black album. Right. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Molly awesome. Wildside. Awesome. Good choice. Okay, Gun, you're up. Ten, nine. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> uh, not that heavy, definitely. Uh, fucking love it, but not that heavy. Uh, let's say, let's say Duran Duran, Ordinary World. Oh, great song. <laughs> Yeah, that's an awesome. Uh, song. This it was song a- that me, me and Ricky, we have a special <laughs> relationship to this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god! It's just us two on the stage, you know, basically, and uh, we we have played it in front of fucking hundreds of people. I would say. Uh, I remember. Uh, I remember. Well, I barely remember that we did it at uh, at the Guns Brothers wedding. Uh, <laughs> this song, like, nearly yeah. at the at, well, I think towards the morning. So I can yeah. nearly remember. <laughs> I, I don't want to see the footage, like never, <laughs> you know, because uh, uh, we we were in that like strain strain minded, and <laughs> it was yeah, it was you like six a.m. or something. Yeah. You have to yeah, experience it. Funny. No, like, uh, I'm, I'm sure that video is going to circle up sometime. No, right? no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, will, I will kill his brother. I will kill his brother. But, uh, By the way, basically, the, the, fun story basically the song is like, uh, I don't know, like for me and I think for him as well, it's just like, it's such a good song. Like, it's just made properly. It's just like, is this love? Like from what yeah. I said. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so a good. It's just a massive. And honestly, when, when, like, I, when I read, really pick on it, like you know. Yeah, no, you're right. When I when I read about that song, it was the Duran Duran guy said that it actually kind of saved their career in the, in the '90s. I think the song already came out in the in '90s. It was '92 or something. But it has like this this awesome '80s feel, though. But yeah, they said that that, that song kind of uh, kind of kind of kind of saved their, their career in the 90s, you know, as the music was really changing and stuff. But that's like a really magical song. I, I think it was like one of the most listened songs uh, on Spotify, for my Spotify, 2018. Really? That really is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. And there's a lot of cool new bands who, who are covering it all across the spectrum, I mean, alternative bands and rock bands. And it's just, it's just a great song, yeah. classic. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you're right. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to another Frontiers band and um, other L.A. dudes. We've got to go L.A. Guns, first song, first album, No Mercy. Nice. Yeah, nice. I love that song. I think song. they actually released a new, new, new song Wiki. last night or something. They Can did. I ask? It's, called, it's called Let You Down, and it is 
killer. Check it out if you haven't heard yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, so and they're, they're, the LA Guns guitarist, not Tracy Guns, but the other one, Ace. Ace Johnson, his, yeah. His name was, yeah. He, he liked the tweet about us, uh, the Eddie Trunks tweet. He liked yeah. it, so that was cool. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So man. he knows about us. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's got to be a good feeling. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, but check out that song, Let You Down. It's like, it's like a slow driving shot to the arm. It's it's really powerful. I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely will. Um, okay, right. so my choice. Well, this next one is is actually one of my favorite bands. It's uh, it's like not that uh, big as well, and it was under the 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 Gene Simmons uh, label as well. Wait, or did I said it? Did I say the song? Did I say Silent Rage or did I didn't? I, I, so, I don't think so. Anyways, no. yeah, the song is called Silent Rage. Uh, sorry, the band is called Silent Rage. And the song is I Want to Feel It. That album is so great. I love it so much. And if we're talking about vocally, that Jesse Damon is uh, one of my like main uh, main influences. He has like this this raspy kind of smoky uh, voice when he sings low. But yeah, when yeah. He, when he goes up, he has like this really powerful, powerful voice. So you guys definitely should check it, check that album out and this song. It's, they they're just awesome. I really love it. Cool, cool man. Yeah. All right, Gun, you're up. Yeah, well, um, next one for me, uh, probably a classic, I guess. Classic uh, for everyone. Uh, Brian Adams, we're on to you. Uh, this this one same as before. I said, man, we have played and uh, and it actually like you know when you, when you actually play it when like it's different when you listen to it, but when you actually play it for once for an audience, it's uh, it just gets different. Yeah, you 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 think of the song different, and uh, yeah. it's really not. It's a really good song. It's actually a really good song. Like yeah, uh, it's awesome. the whole Bart. album is actually awesome. He had some good. He had some good songs early on there. You know, yeah. Cut like a knife and run to you. Summer of '69. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, it, it seems like cliche or something. I don't know, maybe, but uh, but actually, it gets together and it, it, it's just in the right in the right position. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, very well said. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have a actually a fun story about Brian Adams, <laughs> me and Gus. So I've seen Brian Adams uh, live two this times. This was funny. This was funny. <laughs> yeah. And the second time, well, the first time I was there with my mom. Of course, my mom, like every you mom, loves Brian Adams. I think this is illegal. <laughs> but but, but uh, sorry, Brian. But anyways, uh, the second gig that, that he did in Riga was he's that album actually the reckless album i think it was called right uh, where the where yeah the reckless album so it was uh, it was uh, the third 30th anniversary and so he did the world series so he came back to riga now remember i didn't have like tickets but i have this like friend my uh, so he he was uh, like a festival organizer and he knew somebody from the crew and uh so he said that they have like 
this yellow like uh, like uh, like tickets, not like tickets, but you know that that goes uh, around your wrist. Yeah, like a wristband. Like, yeah, wrist like a VIP yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so he said like I have tons of it that's left from my festival. <laughs> so he just like he was like you can take as, as much as you want, and me and Gus we were like. Oh, okay. We're gonna try it. <laughs> so <laughs> we took we took the wristbands, and we tr and so we went to the arena. We're like, where we do? Where do we have to go in? So we thought, of course, we can go in to the normal like uh, like uh, like entrance. So we went to the VIP and like the crew entrance. And yeah, there was a security guy. We 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 went in, and he was like, uh, "Show me your wristbands." So we were like, "Ah, oh, you know this one?" He was like, "Yeah, I'll get. You can go in." So we so we went in, and then we didn't know where we can like go and sit because there are like security guards on like the arenas, like, like different like sector entrances as well. Yeah. So, anyways, I met the guy that was on the crew. He was like, because he had like, a, of course, he has like his crew that like like that tours with him. But that, I guess for like uh, some gigs, like uh, they uh, hire like more people to help build the stage and it's the local ones. So I met the guy and then we yeah, just went to the, like the, the side of the stage and we watched like the, the Reckless album, like in whole and the Brian Adams show. So sorry, Brian, if you're listening <laughs> about that. But I, I, well, still, still I, I, I think that you're, you're, pretty set and you're doing fine <laughs> so <laughs> i guess you're not gonna be so angry about two dudes like uh, uh I don't like care. getting in, into your show for free but yeah that's, that was, that was funny. <laughs> that's awesome great story yeah <laughs> how was the yeah. show it was killer it was killer and as i said yeah. the reckless album that where where the summer summer of 69 and all that yeah, yeah. those songs come from like uh he did it in the whole because it was its anniversary, like some somebody and the one with Tina Turner, it's only love. I love that song as well. So yeah, it was great. It was awesome show. But that's awesome. my defense, I paid for the first show that I was with my mom with. So okay. I'm not that Yeah, bad. you made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna go next. So I'm gonna go with um Aerosmith and a song off their pump album, F I N E Fine. And same thing, man. In the 80s, it was like, oh, you had the older kids telling you, like, oh, you don't know Aerosmith. Aerosmith was in the 70s. This stuff sucks. I, you know what? It's Aerosmith, it's Van Hill, and it's Metallica for who's the best American rock band of all time. Yeah. And, and for me, it's Aerosmith because they do it every decade. And in the 80s, you take that song, I'll put it up against anything. It was killer. It was great. So Aerosmith, fine. Yeah, Aerosmith actually is like one of those bands that has been like successful in like every well, decade. Yeah, yeah, and it's like all, they it's have all great. hits from it's every, every decade, yeah. and they've evolved. It's changed. I don't mind it. It's all good. It's all great. Yeah. Okay, uh, God, I think. He, uh, wait, ah, it's me. It's me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, so, me. how many songs we have left? Nice. No, so we have we have uh, two left. Yeah, so I think I was actually, Gun. I was actually talking about your song, "The Run to You." So one. I think it's my turn now. Yeah, you have one. Yeah, no, you have two left. Yeah, Vicky, you have we, we each have two left, so yeah, and Gun yeah. has two left as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I see your right. list gun as well. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no. so I'm gonna go um with with a band called Bangalore Co Choir. Uh, the song oh, yeah. is Loaded Gun. 
uh, the singer David Reese before this band was in the band called Accept, which is a German uh, like heavy metal band. But he's yeah, great States. band. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with his next project, which was yeah called Bangalore Choir, and uh, and uh, and the song is Loaded Gun. By the way, young yeah. uh, young Jared Leto. The, from 30 Seconds Mars, the actor was at that music video. It was uh, released, I think, in 1990. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Loaded Gun, Bangalore Choir. Bangalore Choir. Okay, cool. I'll add that. All right. And uh, Gun, it's your turn. Yeah, well, uh, basically, nothing much left for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going for uh, the only reason why I picked the song, to be honest, is just a. Uh, to see my guitarist Harry Rivers being so happy and uh, walking around and uh, dancing <laughs> in his apartment on uh, <laughs> on uh, dancing in the dark, Bruce Springsteen. It's just so funny, you know. Like, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen in the dark. It's just so funny. Like he's... and a young Courtney Cox in that video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and lots of people don't know it. They they think that it's like a random like like girl dancing, right? But right, uh, great song. Yeah, I love yeah. I love that album. It's a it's yeah, a good it's song. Good. It's good song. It's really yeah. it really is it really is. Yeah. All right, and then yeah, I'm gonna go. Good. I'm gonna go with Jane's Addiction. They're one of my favorite bands. Jane? And I yeah. Okay. And the song is Ocean Size off of their Nothing Shocking album. Now, I was listening to Jane's Addiction early. I had a brother who was in college at the time and came in town and was like, dude, you have to listen to this. So it was like the same time as Guns N' Roses was breaking, I was listening to Guns N' Roses and Jane's Addiction. And it was just, you know, it was just, it was just hard rock, man. I loved it. It was just great. And, yeah. um, and that, yeah. that song, Ocean Size, is killer. So that's my pick. It's the first song that I don't know from, from, from the whole list. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it right after this interview. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure when you it's hear it. It's all the other songs I know. Yeah, I'm sure when you hear it, you'll know uh, it. Um, but you're going to love that uh, album. So not, nothing shocking is the album. And the song is Ocean Size. Okay. I mean, uh, yep. this, this is it. Yeah, we, we don't show any more songs. That's it. No, we last have round. one left. I think, yeah, the last round for for everybody. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end with the with the great Death Leopard, and the song oh. is Hysteria. I, I I think that there's it's not that much left to say about like like the band or the song. It's just the masterpiece, and that's yeah. all. Death Leopard, or, Hysteria. Uh, it's a freaking masterpiece. It, you it's you don't get a the whole album, man. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. song from the band. Yeah, you mine, know, too. mine too. Mine so too. I'm gonna go with uh, Motley Crue. Motley Again. Crue with uh, just just give me give me a second. Um, I'm I can go see. Uh, Doctor Feel Good because uh, this 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 shit. Just, uh, I don't know if uh, someone already said Dr. Feelgood, but uh, no. this shit just got me uh, crazy because, uh, <laughs> oh, like, I, I heard the fucking riff, you know, at the start. It was like, that bass line. It's just, come on. Yeah. You can't. The thing is that we all love Molly Crew so much that I remember before Gun, but uh, it was 2012. That 
we started to play songs uh, full step down, as it's like every song from Molly Crew. Yeah. So our guitar tunings are actually like uh, like full step down. So <laughs> Molly Crew is the main reason, and we have. Well, yeah. there was times when we thought we have maybe maybe go back to like 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 half step down or something like that, but it just Actually, never like. Actually, I'm so uh, happy that I have to tune my bass one step down, uh, compared to I have to do a gig next day with a full step up again, like a standard. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking happy about it. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm watching your list, Gun, and I see that your first choice was like Van Halen Jump. So it would have been like that. Uh, all actually, of us had like Van sorry Halen. about it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, actually, Jump. Yeah, Jump. Jump is a cool choice. But I just choose, in that case, I choose Motley Crue. I don't know why. Nice, nice choice. It's, it's a great song. Nice and your bassist, that bass line is so filthy, man. It's great. It's so heavy. I just, yeah. I, I think, the groove, I think the groove. We, in criminal yeah. masterminds, we have a similar type of like, dun, 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 some like, mm -hmm. it, it just fucking bounces, you know? Like, it just bounces. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, something like, it bounces. Yeah. It just bounces. Yeah. And it's, it's just something similar. And I, I, I like it more uh, than uh, Jump. Jump is fucking awesome. Jump is a classic. But uh yeah. Mo Molly Crew uh fucking the 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 song is it's just like come on guys like you can't yeah. compare like ah I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean but crazy. the cool thing is the I don't cool, know. the cool I don't thing know. is that I we all have like think... Molly on the on our lists. Yeah, yeah, like, it's great. We all three love Molly Crew, <laughs> so that's <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> there you go. I think I think I actually love these guys because I I watched the movie for fucking five times. Like uh, <laughs> went out went out when there was no one outside, and then just go drink somewhere because I just cherish the the drinking of. Nikki or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Molly is one yeah. the the movie yeah, and Molly like, is one of those bands when you listen to it those we, guys. we just fucking we hate just talk because they are they just uh, I love them because I hate them and I hate them because I love them you know yeah Molly yeah. is one of those bands when you listen to them you just want to like like pour we a bottle of Jack in your glass. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, one of those bands. It just, the movie. It, it it's just gets like, you that feeling, you know? Hey, honey, we're going to watch the movie of Motley Crue. Okay, yeah. Uh, five minutes later. I think I'm going to go down down the stairs. Uh, I, I got to grab the bottle of Jack and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking insane. Because the yeah, movie okay. is like so, ah. Uh, we yeah. just want to play okay, so and when you keep going you know like yeah. we fucking hate it but we love it yeah yeah you're right yeah. it's uh it brings out it brings out the best in you right it makes you want to makes you want to feel everything they were feeling at the moment absolutely definitely yeah that song yeah. that song came out when i was in junior high and, and i didn't have mtv at that time and one of my friends from school did so we used to go to his house before school we'd walk to school and we'd go to his house because they'd show like the top 10 countdown whatever mtv had at the time and the album was not out yet. And we'd go there to see the new video. 
And then yeah. right after school, we'd all go back because at three thirty, they the same countdown was back. We'd all go back and watch the video again, and it was great. It brings <laughs> back good memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so awesome. Awesome. Okay, so okay, I think I'm it's wrap it up. Last one. Last one. I'm gonna do a little Rebel Yell with Billy Idol. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And we we played that. Being that said, we right. we play live. That's we play. The Bloody Heels plays it live for the last two hours. The oh, Rebel wow, Yell really? song. Yeah, we do. I'll have. Is that on YouTube somewhere? Uh, maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, probably there is. I think from the from the Finland show, there's some footage of, of uh, we us doing Rebel Yell without gun though. But okay. uh, unfortunately, yeah, there are some footage. Unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. But awesome. yeah, I love I'm, Billy Idol. Yeah. Um, I'm going to add an extra though. I'm going to add a Bloody Heel song. So we're going to do. Your first single off the new album, Ignite the Sky. We're going to do the single, yeah. Criminal Mastermind. So you guys are going to be on the list, too. No. Nice. Yeah. Great choice. And cool. <laughs> Speaking of, please, plug your stuff. Where can everybody check out Bloody Heels? Yeah, do that. Show it where, to your where, friends, to where, your where can, mom, where can to your grandmother. Where can they find they you They can find us uh, everywhere. You know, Instagram, Bloody Heels Band, same for Facebook, same for Twitter, same for YouTube. Um, so yeah, bloody heels, and just check us out and pre-order the album. Yeah, you can, yeah, you yeah. can already. I mean, pre-order out, pre-order the album, save it on your Spotify, Deezer, or whatever platform you're using. And yeah, just thanks for all the support. And yeah, Criminal Masterminds already out, and Ignite the Sky is coming out July 10th. VR from Tears Music. Yes. Awesome. And I'm going to be sharing as a tease for this podcast, I'll be sharing the Criminal Masterminds on my social media feed. So hopefully it gets you guys more than those 120,000 views. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And um, Vicky Gunn, thank you guys so much for coming on the Burn Music Show. Um, thank I you really for appreciate us. it. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And um, congratulations on all the good news, all the success that's happening. I wish you guys much more. Thank yeah. you. Cool. You're welcome. Thanks. Stay safe Thanks. and Thanks. healthy. And um, hopefully this thing gets by us pretty soon where we can see you guys on tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You we'll two stay safe. America. and Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you in America. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll meet uh, in Chicago. Right. <laughs> that would be oh. awesome. That would be awesome. So, 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 yeah, just stay safe and thanks for the interview and thanks for everybody that was listening to, to this. And, yeah, so cheers, awesome. guys. Cheers. Later, dudes. Thanks. Go, uh, go drink some thanks. Jack and listen to Motley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. See ya. All right. Peace. See ya. See ya. Bye. And that's a wrap on episode eight of the Burn Music Show. Man, what a fun interview that was, and I had such a great time making that playlist. Time only allows for so many songs and artists. We left dozens of artists off that list. So please, if you want to add to this playlist, just comment on our social media links, and we'll listen to your responses, and we'll add them so you can share your playlist with your friends, okay? In the meantime, if you're digging this podcast, please subscribe to our show, Burn Music Show, and like us and follow us on social media, Burn Music Show, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep on rocking.